black, got the horses in the back. Horse tack is attached. Hat is matted black, got the boots that's black to match. Riding on a horse, ha, you can whip your Porsche. I've been in the valley, you ain't been off of the Porsche. Now, can't nobody tell me nothing. You can't tell me nothing. Ooh, can't nobody tell me nothing. You can't tell me nothing. What song is that? I messed a little bit up on that part. What, what song is it, girl? What song is it? Yeah, that? girl. That's that first, that's that first, um, little Nas X, that Old Town Row. Oh, I am. Yes, yeah, the one that put her on the map. Two yeah. minutes and 37 seconds, and I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. I, and you know I'm a little Nas X girl. That, I live that it, girl. That's the one that beat, that's the one, that's the number, that's the number one song of all time yes. in terms of yes, the number of weeks at number one. It beat out, it beat out Mimi me. and Boys to Men. It sure did. And with One Sweet Day, yeah. I mean, that girl is, I love that girl so much. Like, it's like, you know, the, song, the background, like how she basically got this, like, you know, got the track, like got the sound and then put her lyrics to it just such a smart girl and i mean also i still i think they, there was recently i think she recently won an award for like ad week or someone like that but i still think the girls mm-hmm. had that been a white girl the girls would be writing whole essays about her social media genius like i still think that girl is a social media genius truly that rollout for that album like the whole pregnancy thing even though there was some gender performance to it that's a little shifty I still was like, that mm-hmm. girl's just so smart. Mm-hmm. I live for that girl. And I think she's got a beautiful dick. I'm going to just say it. I think it's there. I just believe it. I can't wait to see it. I'm putting it out to the universe. I'm sure it is. I'm going to see I'm it one sure day. I'm sure it is, girl. I know someone recently brought out I- to me in a chat that you have no interest in... She can't climb my back. I can just. I'll I just think say you're that. a motherfucking liar. I'm gonna say it on the show. No. But yeah, uh, she can definitely mm-hmm. climb mine and I will climb hers. So... <laughs> mm, okay good for you girl well i hope uh, you can make it happen i believe I'm in trying, you Obama. girl you know i want more Obama, dick in my girl. life yes we can for um yes we can what, si se puede. um yeah. <laughs> welcome back to two save queens one of the few places in the past fair where you can hear a conversation about politics dick and how fine little nas x is and has become and will be oh i can't wait he's gonna age like fine wine okay I'm your host, Miss Malachi. I'm joined by my Midwest gal. Wait, is that technically true? I guess you're East Coast slash Midwest. Well, I I grew up and I live in the Midwest, so that's because I'm always like you're on East Coast time. So sometimes like is Detroit technically? I guess it, it yes, is the Midwest, the Midwest, but you're just sure. on Eastern because Ohio, Ohio's Ohio's on Eastern time too, and that's definitely the Midwest. Yeah, for so, sure. I mean, Michigan, you know, but I I have East Coast sensibilities for sure. I think, granted, because I, I went to private school, I that, think, and then I went to school in the East Coast. I think you're. I, mean, I think some of your, but I I'm think East Coast girl around like in a lot of ways. Your gun around definitely your gun that gun ownership around. Yeah, that's, that's where that, that Midwest comes out. Midwest, like you just yeah, ready to shoot yeah. a nigga. That's very feels. Very that's kind of niggerish tea though too. Oh, you're that's right, like, you're right, you're is, right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, it's like for my grandfather mm-hmm. and stuff. It's just like real, and my dad carried gun. It's kind of niggerish mm. also like it, it, it's both it's all of those things oh well i mean i think our topic today is about a bit about the midwest but real quick we have to comment on the fact girl that this is episode 69 yes, <laughs> that's, yes. It, that's it that's all i just yes. wanted to i had to acknowledge we had to say it. it we had to acknowledge let's it. please acknowledge it's one that. of my favorite yes. positions i'll admit that i don't know how you like a good 69 but well it's it's definitely it's probably not mine but <laughs> 
<laughs> I still appreciate the number and the concept. Oh wait, like a vertical, like because I mean there's... egalitarianism of it Ooh, or the equality. Yes, yes. Because mm-hmm. it's different. You could do it like vertically. You could do it horizontally. You know, it's very versatile. Um, mm-hmm. Which anyway. I'm not really, but yeah. So I've heard. I'm not really so versatile. Heard... Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, bottom all day, all day, all day. All anyway. Day girl mm-hmm. you come to us again oh um i will have some stuff to say at the end of the show about your um the topic we did about the sacred switch have gotten some feedback the girls loved it but i'll save that for our end of show and let you oh, get to okay. another one of your topics this week um some tea about a trip UBC went on um for your other one of your other mini jobs you know you got 40 um girl take yeah, it take it what are you talking to us about what are you yeah. telling me about so this week we're talking about flyover state tea. Okay. Like about the flyover states. I technically live in a flyover state to some degree yeah. and I and I went to an even deeper flyover state girl. Ooh. Uh yeah, girl. I went to uh Miss Oklahoma Ooh. for a business trip. It was some tea. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um Tulsa, Oklahoma in particular. Hey. And it's weird cuz yeah, I've been on a business trip to Omaha, Nebraska. I've gone to some random places for sure. Definitely some flyover country, like tea, mm-hmm. some places like that. I that and, girl who always um, flies over those girls. I don't stop through. I feel like I want to. But you, you've been to Utah. That's given flyover. I guess country Utah is tea, a flyover right? state. But I, I yeah. usually, and I do. She is beautiful, and I have one to kind of go there for skiing. She is beautiful. And the rich yeah. girls go there to go skiing the, at Park City and all that. So mm-hmm. the rich girls go to Utah yeah. for sure. And Sundance, a big film but, festival. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Is that that's in Park City also? Yes. Right? Yes, it is. Okay. So yeah. So. So interestingly enough, I went to this Black Venture Capital Ooh. Summit in um, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, um, last week last weekend, and it was interesting because um, it was I thought it was an interesting choice because like the thing is about Tulsa, Oklahoma, like when I think we actually used to have a nonstop flight there from Detroit on Delta, and New York used to have a nonstop flight there on either Delta or American. And a lot of the New York and the Detroit flights were actually cut during COVID. Mm. So it's actually like a lot of the girls were coming from New York in particular and or Boston. And it was really inconvenient to get to for this venture capital summit in San Francisco didn't have a nonstop flight. And most of the girls at this, at this conference were coming from New York and San Francisco. And then I would say Boston was the next location and nobody had a nonstop flight. Everyone had to connect in Atlanta or Chicago, Atlanta or Chicago. Those are like the only, so it was like a little bit of dread because it took a lot, it took a lot of work to get there. And then I was thinking about the legacy of the 1921 massacre, mm. the white, you know, supremacist massacre of Black Wall Street. Um, that happened May 31st to June 1st, 1921. I think we've talked about that in a prior episode. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the white terrorism that, that continues to this day in various ways, but was very so acute where, you know, Probably over a hundred black people were killed, and they burned down a whole black, the most thriving, economically thriving, and wealthy black neighborhood in America, mm. in Tulsa, mm-hmm. Oklahoma. And I have this thing. I don't think I think I've talked about it on air. You sure but have. I don't. I don't like slave states, right? I don't <laughs> like. I don't like if I have a kid. I don't want my kid's feet touching slavery. You know, like slavery sto- soil. So, mm. like I told, I said, like my kid will have to stay north of the Mason Dixon line. Until he or she's 13, then we can go to slave states. Um, and maybe I'll make exceptions. Like maybe we'll go to DC. Maybe, 
maybe we'll go to Disney <laughs> World, but I don't know because I don't I don't want my kid to be fully formed in his or her identity before his or her feet touch, you know, the soil of a slave state. So it's interesting, like I was dreading like at first I was like, Oh, it's gonna be interesting and then when I was on the plane I was actually dreading going to Tulsa. I was like dreading like, oh my God, it's going to be so heavy. All this like, you know, tragic black history tea. Yes. I'm I'm just dreading it. And then when I landed, girl, and I was in the airport, I kid you not, even with my KN95 mask on, the airport smelled like dog. Like it smelled like a dog all through the airport. I mean, I was like, maybe oh my a God, dog took a, a bad there. I don't, that's so, the like whole the whole airport, airport? the whole like, no. the whole airport, I like the walking the length of the airport, I smelled this dog smell. <laughs> or like, oh, like girl. barn or cow or something. I'm kidding not you. Not barn. Fucking not. <laughs> barn, what was the, cow, dog. What was the weather like, horse. sis? Because it is starting it to get was cold. Like, it was in the 60s. It was actually okay. kind of like, it was like nice. It was like oh, in the 60s and sunny. That's not too mostly. bad. Okay. But it smelled like dog in the airport. I was like, oh my God, this is a bad sign. <laughs> and then my mom was actually coming to this conference too. Now it's weird because neither one of us, we both work in finance, but neither one of us is venture capitalists. But we somehow, you know, made our way to this conference um, with all these black venture capital people. And, um... And then, like, I got there. We checked into the hotel for the conference. I logged into the apps. I logged into Miss Grinder. I logged oh, into Miss yeah? And the grids were rough. They were the oh. roughest looking grids I have ever seen. What do you mean like, by ever, rough? Ever I mean, like, these girls were looking like what you would think they look like oh. in Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> oh, like, no. it was like. Maybe some girls are into queens, that. A little farmer tea, a little, you know. The white queens gave what you exactly what you think they would give, like that inbred look. And then <laughs> the, oh, no. the black ones were like not much better. Mm. And it was terrible. Like, I'd never seen a grid that bad. And like, I remember being on like on a road trip one time, like maybe driving to Chicago. And I think I just turned on the grinder, like, in like maybe in like rural like west michigan or like rural indiana or something mm-hmm. and i think that's what the, the grid looked like that then too that's like the it was like the worst looking grid i'd ever seen the worst looking grid um, i ever saw and so it was just interesting because that was really heavily contrasted with when like the, the conference started and there were like these even though it was a black conference they had like white queens from the sponsoring financial organizations that were sponsoring it and these white queens were beat now granted they were like rich white queens oh like God. because it they were like be beat cap- if you have a lot they of money. were like yeah they looked they so they were like they look like new york in like la queens like who just happened to like be in tulsa for this financial opportunity but i think they were like partnered with each other so those girls didn't think, show like, up on the grid they didn't show up on the grid. Mm. Those girls, I tell you, they, they I be trying to tell queens. the girls the apps aren't everything, girl. Sometimes you just got to go in the bathroom to get that dick, okay? You just got to go off the there grid. There was a black queen who was beat, who was with one of these <gasps> financial organizations, too. Girl, there was you, a pretty looking black queen. Did you get his card, who I think had bitch? adopted a kid. Did you get his card, bitch? And I, I had conversations. I'll say oh, that see, much. No, you sleeping, ho. You sleeping, ho. You act like but you ain't a, trying to was get a, a man. It was... They were like given like New York, Miami. They were given like real cities. Like they were given like just happen to live in. Tulsa. I mean, they are but there they for. But these were people who 
flew in for the event, right? These aren't people. Well, they they live. These ones live there. Oh, girl, they these live, there? live there. Let me go pack and my they, bags and go to Telsa, bitch. And they they work for these like big companies there. Like one's oh, called like, Intel Capital. I thought they were sent as like, representatives. One is called, like, I get it. The Kaiser, the George Kaiser Foundation. Like they work for these big organizations ah. there. And and so they just happen to be one of the black queen was actually born and raised there. Mm. One of the white queens was too, but they had gone off to get their education at Columbia and places and came back. Mm. And then the one white queen was a transplant there and she was really over the con like over the conference in a lot of ways. She was like the right hand man of how how did you know she was over it? She, well, she was like in charge of the flow of everything uh. in the conference weekend in part like in a lot of the things. But it was interesting because like uh, but yeah, those white queens at the they were way beater in the black one versus the ones on the grid, and it was weird because on the grid, you know, the girls were messaging me because I was like new on the grid, and I wasn't responding, especially because like I would get on the grid and then I'd go like on a conference event, so it was like I was indisposed, and the girls were like, "Okay, who are you? Are you so bougie? You could at least message me back." I mean, yes, she is the, bougie, but the girls were given that energy there on the grid. And I was like, oh, that's so interesting. Like, this happened to me once before when I went to Omaha. And it's like, I think I think in a place, I told them, I was like, oh, and I think in a place like this, you all are so used to people messaging you back. But, like, you know, in the major cities, like, it's normal not to message people back mm-hmm. on the apps. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. because, you know, the volume is so much heavier, you can't message back every person. Sure, so, that's why it happens. Or you don't want to. <laughs> okay. You know, you. I mean, but it's like they say so they were like, I was, I was, I was telling the girls that when they would message me that I was like, oh, well, you know, I'm from a larger city, so I don't, you know, it's, it's just a different dynamic. I see now that I'm the, I'm in your territory, so I need to message all you girls. Be respectful. Anyway, huh? Yeah, yeah. So, but I would gag me, ho. Uh-huh. Would gag me about Miss Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay. If she was declared at one time the oil capital of the world, hmm. and there are like mad billionaires, and this is like a very rich, like a rich, like deep in the middle of the country type of city. Like it's very wealthy. And Omaha was kind of wealthy, a wealthy city too, when I went there twice on business trips. But I think Tulsa is richer than Omaha. And Tulsa, it's like all these families who are like in the oil industry and have been in it in a long time. Um, and they're given billionaire tea and there's all these family offices, which is like basically when a family puts all of their money like into, like they basically create their own investment organization mm-hmm. for their mm-hmm. inheritance for their wealth mm-hmm. rather than like putting it all with jp morgan or morgan stanley or goldman sachs like they actually like have hire someone in-house to work just for their family mm-hmm. to invest their family's money so i met with people like that who are the kind of people that, who have those kind of yeah they're mostly oil people but one is named george kaiser and he's like he's in the he was in the oil industry he's in the financial industry he's this liberal billionaire oh, this yeah. liberal jewish billionaire who lives in tulsa mm-hmm. yes and he's like the king of Tulsa and he he owns like the biggest skyscraper in Tulsa and he spoke to our group to our black venture capital group and he was he gave a really cute speech what was it about and it was interesting because uh, it was just about all the all the philanthropy work that he was doing and the methodologies behind choosing really like you know dedicated and not just like any type of philanthropy but mm-hmm. like how like he went through a very thorough process to the stuff that really makes sure he doesn't pay taxes finds. No, not, I mean, not necessarily, but he was saying he doesn't fund universe, like a lot of wealthy billionaires give to the university systems mm. and universities and private universities. He said that's one of the things that he doesn't fund because it's overly funded. Interesting. Right. 
he one of the things he talked about is like how hospitals billionaires donate to hospitals so then get wings named after them he doesn't do things like that he likes to focus on early education and pre-k and all that and he's very progressive for a billionaire but obviously <laughs> billionaires it. you know shouldn't really exist in theory right so um just need you to say it one time under- for the show but yeah and he understands and i think partially he kind of understands that but he doesn't because like george for instance he jo- he donated his joe biden's campaign in 2020 and joe biden sent his donation back to him because joe biden wasn't taking any oil money in 2020 i don't know if the girls knew that but that was mm-hmm. one of his campaign pledges he sent back any oil industry money and this guy is partially he makes his money in the oil industry and he joked about it like i made my money in all the evil ways possible between banking and oil like he joked about it because he knows he knows Okay, but what these girls, these oil billionaires now are trying to do in these family offices who control these, you know, the family organizations that control the money for these billionaire families, they're all trying to diversify because they know that oil is basically, a, like, is basically going to be dead in a few years with the switch to electric vehicles and other forms of cleaner forms of energy and even like hydrogen and natural gas energy is cleaner than oil. So. Um, even fracking low key is is cleaner than Ooh, oil. Bitch, so I love fracking. It is the the reality. I mean, it's a, it's terrible because it causes like literally like environmental degradation in the places where it mm. happens and yeah. earthquakes. Okay, but yes. yeah, it's a cleaner in terms of like a cleaner energy source than oil. Oil is like just one step above coal, which is the worst. Yes. So the thing is, is we're moving away from oil, right? And that's why the Middle East, like in Dubai and Saudi Arabia and all that, they're trying to diversify too and move their economies away from oil because they know oil is gone. So like oil is dead. So like one of the things they did, they brought all of us there because they want to fund, they want to fund venture capital firms. And then they also want to fund new kinds of like tech organizations and new kinds of businesses and new ventures to diversify the economy of Tulsa. They're paying people $10,000 to come and relocate to Tulsa oh. and they have this whole incubator ecosystem in Tulsa where they're Bitch. like they like had all this incubate incubator centers and accelerators and it was amazing like it was the best Detroit is developing an incubator culture too for that same reason but Tulsa blows I Detroit mean, at the water would you have what did the thought ever crossed your mind the grid, the grid is what got but me. But remember, I, remember I though, grid, remember the grid's not everything because you met girls who weren't on the grid. So there was only a, there was only a handful of those girls who weren't on that grid. But yeah, right? it only takes one. But go ahead. Right, that's true. So I also remember a, a grid of the the ha- a handful is you're not going to have the same amount as New York, right, or Detroit. Right, 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 so, exactly. So the but, volume scares me too. Okay. The volume scares me too. See, I, like I've the, always the been grind. interested in the. I've always been curious. There's a part of me that's always been curious about the idea of moving to a smaller city, smaller town, because in some ways, because you have less choices. If potentially one of the reasons we run into so many issues with dating and finding relationships as queens of big cities is because there is so many choices so no one wants to settle down no one wants to compromise everyone's looking for two three levels above them i've always wondered if maybe in the smaller places you kind of just got to be like well bitch this is all we got ho so but i can't for another day anywhere where there's not a non-stop flight to either new york or detroit and that's oh, that's too. right. Like, that's they, right. Because what did you stop? What did you stop those through? Flights. What did you stop through? I had to go through Chicago, Chicago. on the way there, and then Atlanta on the but, way. But you know, they, so, we're living in strange times. But anyway, I, I get that. That's I mean, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. So they don't have a not. I don't know if they'll ever get their nonstop flights to Detroit or New York back. So mm. if that's the case. I'm not moving there because I need to be able to get to New York in a couple hours or Detroit in a couple fair. hours and not have to connect and do all that shit. <laughs> so it. anyway. 
like so the gag is and so yeah they're trying trying to bring people there they were trying to bring these black venture capitalists and they were all universally like uh there were some ogs there like there was like the the first husband and wife team that were from detroit were there that i interned for in college Mm. they went down there because they each separately have their own venture capital firm both the husband has one the wife has one Mm -hmm. my mom was kind of an og there an og finance lady there um and then like there was like two other og finance black guys there who had been in hedge funds and then were in venture capital now and um and then everybody else there was a millennial maybe a couple of gen z gen z maybe maybe like on the high end of gen z there were maybe like a couple but almost everyone else there was a millennial there everyone was like around like 30 32 36 30 you know 31 29 like every almost everyone there was a millennial and they were doing and they were black and they were black who were like came to the conference and then except for like the local like people from the 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 big firms who invited us there a lot of them are white but like in terms of us who traveled there for this conference we were all black and so there was all this contemporary black excellence millennial venture capitalists some like were really far into their venture capital firms they had already they were already on their second or third rounds of funding where they were soliciting, you know, millions of dollars in funding. I will say that a lot of, there was mostly black men there and all, almost all of the black men who were there for the conference, I think all of them were hetero. Like, I don't think, I would think I was the only queen that I could tell who were, who was there for the conference rather than the queens who lived in Tulsa who were like Ah, helping to organize the conference. But I was the only queen who traveled for it because no, none of them were on the grid. Nobody was on the grid. Um, And so, like it had a very hetero feel to it at the conference in terms of like the other people visiting. So I had to interact with all these hetero black men. And, it, and actually I did okay. Cause most of them were like very refined black. They weren't like the niggers from the barbershop <laughs> type refined. of tea. Like they weren't, they weren't, they knew better than the like use faggots and blah, blah, blah. They weren't those type oh, of black men. Oh. Right. They weren't given that. So, and then the black women who were there were super impressive. There were fewer of them because usually we think of black women outperforming black hetero men, but there were fewer black women and because it's still finance. And so it was venture capital primarily, but there was like a handful of black young millennial women there, maybe like five or six. And my mom was so impressed by them. She was trying to like talk to them and mentor them and everything. And oh, I, yeah. and, um, they were like, they were further, most of them were further along in their venture capital firms, in their venture capital firms, than the black men. So, like, they were, there were fewer of them, but they were outperforming the black men who were mostly just getting started in this field from other fields. So, it was really interesting. That dynamic was interesting because there was, like, a couple black men who were, like, really killing it already, but mostly it was, like, the black women who were, like, really killing it, mm. as always, right? Hey. Um Yeah. So... The gag is, so there was this contemporary black excellence. I was like, oh my God, Tulsa, like, they're doing it. Like, we, you know, this history of, like, them, like, the richest blacks, this was the richest black city in America at one time, or black district in America at one time, and they're trying to bring it back in a way, right? And so, um, and then, so there was this contemporary black excellence, and then there was historical black excellence, because, like, 
that we went to the Greenwood District, which is the mm. old Black Wall Street, which at one time, it's only like a couple of blocks now, but it was like 30 or 40 blocks back before 1921. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, there was the the thing is that like supposedly a, a man from the black community and there was like black millionaires back in 1921, like giving Madam C.J. Walker tea. Like they told us just about five millionaires alone from that period, from 1918 and 19 and all that all that that whole historical mm-hmm. team and who owned hotels and who owned real estate and who owned all these different things in the black wall street district and the reason i got the black wall street name is because of booker t washington who went down there and was like oh my god this is like the negro wall street i've never seen anything yes, like that man. and so that's where it got that that's where it got that name from black wall street but it was it was burned down by jealous white people <laughs> it, you know Tell like it. and and partially because they said like some black man was had a had kissed a white woman on an elevator, or touched her. I don't, I don't even think like, it was even kissed. I think it just even just been too or friendly. assaulting. Yeah. And she didn't even cooperate. She didn't even. She said that was a lie. But it yes. somebody so they ran just needed a reason. The, it's not. It got no into the local reason. white paper, and they they are already jealous. They said that literally the white people were so jealous of the black wealth there because what happened was is Oklahoma. So I didn't know this. Oklahoma only became a state in 1907. But at first, before it became an official state, there was talk after the Civil War of Oklahoma being a black settlement entirely. There were over 15 to 20 black towns in Oklahoma that were all black. It was like the black promised land in the United States. And there was a large native population, too. Um, And what happened was, so like literally white people didn't even want to live in Oklahoma. It was for black and Native Americans who did a lot of intermixing, too. You know, they did a lot of intermixing. So, like, you see, like, the, the the director of the museum down there, of the Greenwood Museum, he's obviously Black Native American when you look at him. Mm-hmm. Like, they had a lot of intermixing to Black Native Americans in that area. And and it was interesting because, like... How so you see the Native American Native. girl? How is it obviously Native American? He, he had that aesthetic of, like... Okay. He, I'm like, did he have straight he black hair? But was black... It was. It was. Okay. It was. He All does right. have he straight black hair. And he has, like... But he doesn't have, like, that mixed, like... You know, you know how some, everybody like, be like, oh, you know, I'm part Cherokee and stuff. But, you know, I'd be like, well, No, them part? niggas down there, they look, they look like it, though, okay. some of them. They look like that. They look like it. So, and he, in particular, was a case who... He looked like it. Got and it. And so, it was interesting because, like... Um, so there was like 30, like there was like millionaires, any, any, so what it was is what happened was, is like, then oil was discovered in that area. And then Ooh. the white people started going there Can't and leave that to the niggas because of the oil. And, but what happened was, is black people had already like settled on the land and sometime in many cases, when oil was discovered on the land, they, the oil companies had to pay the black people out too. So that's how the, a lot of the black people became very wealthy and millionaires, richer than black people in any other parts of the country. Because this oil was discovered on land that was already settled by black people and to some degree Native Americans, but mostly black people actually. Because obviously by this point, natives are mostly killed out by this point. So there's some natives, but it's mostly black. So, um, so like black people became millionaires overnight. I'm talking like 19, like 1908, 1900, 1915. Like there, they had more black millionaires and black just wealthy people in this Tulsa, in the Oklahoma, in Oklahoma than in any other place. Mm-hmm. And white people came and tried to get the remaining settlements of land, but not all because there was only so much land left 
it was like white people, there was too many white people to get all of it. So, of course, there's some broke white trash who are in Oklahoma, too. Those Some of them are the ones who are going to burn down the black district because there's the black people on average at the time were wealthier than the white people on average mm-hmm. in Oklahoma. And that is that jealousy is part of what led to the destruction of the black Wall Street mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, but even after 1921 in the massacre, like they actually did rebuild Greenwood. It wasn't at its full glory, but it, and then, then the highway in the 1960s ran through part of it and they didn't I, even create an imagine exit. Imagine that. How it. surprising that a highway just now needs to go through a black neighborhood. And that happened here in Detroit too. Like I actually live in a vestige of that, of a, a black neighborhood where a highway, they put a highway through it's it. It's funny so, how that happens. <laughs> And it's funny because like my, um, but Mayor Pete, the Republicans were coming after Mayor Pete when he said the interstate highway system was racist and it's founding, of course, Fox News and Sean Hannity and all of that and, and Tucker Carlson. Oh my God. He thinks highways are racist and blah, blah, blah. And all that white, like, you know, all that white, like rage, you know, cynicism white and rage. outrage. And, and, but Mayor Pete was telling the truth. The highways, interstate highway system was truly racist. He was right. And so, or Secretary Pete now, but is the you. gag is that, um, yeah. So I learned all this. the The, the museum is a beautiful museum. It's a thirty dollar, thirty million dollar museum. Hmm. Incredible. The walking tour. I, there was this like I I went on a walking tour. This black guy who who was from that area knew all the history. A young black guy too, mm-hmm. probably like twenty five to thirty. Like knew all the history. He Man, was I want to go to Tulsa now, girl. Damn, like a little travel. Yeah, and I show. And so, and then so we went, to, and then we visited these black-owned businesses. One is like she was a transplant from I think either LA or San Francisco, but she owns a bookstore there called Fulton Street. It was an amazing bookstore that was built in the, in the now gentrifying area, but what used to be a black area. Mm-hmm. And then there was a clothing company that was um that i went to called 19 and 21 and i bought this amazing jacket amazing jacket that i love but it was i get because it was only 98 dollars, and i feel like i would have paid 150 dollars for it so i'm wondering if i should like i bought it i wonder if i should email the designer the owner of the clothing brand and say look i think your prices are too low i would have paid more for this but I, that's a conundrum i don't know you all let me know what you think like can i let I you know what i think pricing his merchandise can what do you think um i think you could do that I, but i also think you know um you may need to also like it depends on how much you want i like i don't want you to it's like if you want to consult for free it's like you but then what happens the next time i guess it's like you know you kind of want to change the behavior like you almost need to kind of have them give some more thought into their pricing so it's like yeah. Well, right. maybe some people, I put this on Facebook, this conundrum, and some people were saying, well, maybe he's trying to undercut the competition because there were other clothing brands there that were like, he's, he's 19 and 21, but there were some that were like 19, 21. Like there was competition mm-hmm. for among, and they were all black designers. Now his merchandise was by far the best. Mm-hmm. Like his, the quality of his merchandise was amazing because I saw other designers trying to capitalize on black wall street and everything there. Their the quality of their stuff was not nearly as good as his. Now he, so I'm like I, I think I, but I, I don't curious, know. I'm let us know what think. you think. Yeah, we got some. Yeah, congregation, let us know what you think. If you see a black business, you think they have great merchandise, quality business, not even a black business, but a small business too. For some, because we had a lot of non-black girls who listen to the show. Like, would you, after you purchase what you want to purchase, would you later inform them, hey, this is 
I think you're undercharging. I think you could underselling yourself. Would you let them know that, or would you stay out of it and let them price use whatever price strategy? I mean, they I want? feel like feedback is always feedback. Like even if they're like, "Oh no," like because they may not take the it. feedback, right? Uh, I mean, yeah. yeah, they could not take. But also, it's like this is about the way you deliver. It's like, oh, I just wanted you to know, like I really love your merchandise, and I would have paid this much for it. I was just curious if there's a reason why you're selling it at this price, and like if you're not making them feel like they're a fool or they don't know what they're doing right. i wouldn't do that so yeah it's one of my favorite jackets i've ever bought Ooh. honestly post a picture of it to the gram girl i want to see what it looks yeah, like yeah i will i will i will and um so yeah i just want to say so overall what started off as kind of like a trip of like a little bit of dread you know going to this place with su- such an ugly mm. you know racist history turned into something like more hopeful mm. like where they are developing this whole incubator culture there and I would say a good 30 to 40 because they they showed us all these black businesses who had come down to be part of the incubator culture there. And I would say a good 40 percent of them are black businesses. I think they're trying to reconstruct in a certain way, not necessarily in physical building space, per se. Mm. But I think they're trying to reconstruct a black Wall Street and a black Mecca again in Tulsa and a whole incubator culture there, you know, independent of the black Wall Street. I think it's a place of wealth and it's and it's a flyover state a flyover city that we don't think about but there are money there's opportunity in some of these places and everything is not new york and san francisco and la like there is there is a lot of wealth and a lot of opportunity in the middle of the country and i want the girls to just think about the flyover state sometimes like don't discount them like even if you don't want to live in one maybe there's some some money for you there because i know for me I may be going back to some of these flyover places like Omaha and Tulsa and soliciting money for my New York-based company. So, you know, I mean... And maybe getting some dick think about while it. you're there. You know, maybe you'll get some of that uh, finance dick. That, uh, from no. the, yeah, because there was, there was a trade. There was a white trade there. He looked just like Josh, Josh Dumel. You know Josh Dumel, girl? Yes, girl. The actor. Wasn't he? They were he giving, did, um, like Jennifer Aniston for a little bit? I'm going to think about... Yeah, uh, I don't remember. Anyway, no. go ahead. Josh Dumel was married to Fergie for a long time. Oh, that's who I... Oh, yeah. And he's, like, tall, sexy. He was... He was very nice too. He worked for one of those financial firms there and he's a local Tulsa guy and he was a professional tennis player at one time. He's tall and he looks just like Josh Dumel. He's, like, beautiful. And he... So, I thought... I thought maybe... Sometimes those rural places, you think they're going to give more of that and not among the queens. The queens weren't giving that except, you know, so, but... But he, but well, he, keep yeah, going, he girl. You tables. never know. You might just need to dig a little yeah. deeper. Dig. Yeah, I might. I'm no. I'm gonna go back there at some point for sure. I'm probably. I'm actually gonna go back there in 2022. Actually, I know already. So Ooh, maybe I'll join you, girl, because um, I do want to hit every state. That is kind of on my bucket list. Oh, that's good. This is states. my 25th state that I visited Ooh, too. By the way, halfway I'm like halfway sis. through the union. Yeah, this is my 25th state. Let's Oklahoma. See. How many states yeah. have I done? I'll look it up later. Anyway, you got to count Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut. You know that song, girl? Yeah, yeah, elementary school? Girl. yeah, yeah. Did it. you learn that one? Yeah, that's how I. That's how I keep track of. I use the state song, and I keep track of. I use my fingers, and I keep track of how many states I visited. 
using that song plus my fingers. Oh, that's yeah. So I, I just got a cute little app on my phone that I just use. But that's cute, too. I like oh, the song, okay, though. Right. I like that. I like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Um, less digital this way. <laughs> you know, yeah, she's a evolved girl. Uh, you know, did you learn the Capitol song in elementary school, too? Montgomery, Alabama, Juno, Alaska. You didn't do all those songs Arizona, like that. I think oh, I may I just don't remember them. I just felt like I was more just doing that. Miss Carmen San Diego was just holding me down for all that stuff. I was like oh, learning the Capitals okay, and the States and all mm. that. So my favorite one was the president song though. What oh was the God. president song? George Washington, George Washington, John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, James Monroe, John Quincy Adams, Andrew Jackson, Martin Van Buren, William Henry Harrison, John Tyler, James K. Polk, and Zachary Taylor. You know that one girl? Remember no, that? but I wonder if they do it now. They're like Barack Hussein Obama, <laughs> Franklin Pierce. Um, yeah. So like it used to end like when I was in elementary school. It was like. George H. Bush and Bill Clinton, and then it would end, right? Because that was yeah. That that's was, why I'm like it I was giving that '90s tea. But I wonder if it was like George H. Bush, Bill uh-huh. Clinton, George uh-huh. W. Bush, Barack Obama, Donald Trump. Oh, they dropped out the Hussein. Joe Biden. Ooh, girl. Oh, Hussein. Yeah, I don't ooh, know. Donald Trump. Ooh, I, ooh, let's move yeah. on. Girl. He's, in there, He's in there. He's in there. He's in there. I mean, we got it. It's just He's in there, bitch. Oh, never. People, I'll never forget. You know? Never forget. Never forget. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as we start to wrap up, girl, I want to say that I want to ask you first because I definitely have gotten some. If you got any feedback on your sacred switch on um your th- your idea, you know, if any of the girls have let them no. know, no. Well. The only girl who gives me feedback on the show is Lawyer Fish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and she mm-hmm, and I have been crisscrossing on calls. I told her, I, she, I already told her I got to talk to her at the end of the week because, um, because we've been crisscrossing and I can't be can't playing that phone tag. It's too busy. But she, she's the only person who gives me feedback on the show, mm-hmm. honestly. So that's, no, that's I, I, I she's, I think she's a couple episodes behind, but mm-hmm. like she called me girl when the billionaire was speaking and I had my phone not on silent and the billionaire was talking and she, that was so goddamn embarrassing. She and oh, she's a Capricorn, like a so she and I don't mm-hmm. have, we're not on in sync sometimes with our time. <laughs> oh god! Uh, me and a Capricorn. I'm a Gemini. Oh girl! Me I'm and not, a Capricorn are me and this. a Cancer. <laughs> we don't align sometimes. So oh, me and Lawyer Fish, she calls me at the most inopportune times <laughs> all the time. It's because she's a, a Capricorn. I'm not aligned with anyway or Cancer. That's what it is. <laughs> Those I didn't know stars, you were an astrological cancer. I didn't know you were an astrological girl like that. Uh, well, I mean, I th- I do believe that there's alignment, and me, Capricorns, and Cancers are not fully aligned. Uh, sometimes a Sagittarian too, although I'm supposed to, is also misaligned with me. That's my of mom. the girls that you've fallen out with. Have they had a certain? Has there been a certain type of sign that you've seen? W- one's a Cancer for sure. Two are well. One's well. One girl she's has a fake birthday, so I'm trying to remember. <laughs> If she what her Don't real birthday is, she's that foreign girl. <laughs> anyway, so got, um, you are but one girl is a cancer. Right yeah. Oh my goodness. You know how those girls. You know that girl got a fake birthday. You know what I'm talking about. I got feedback about. So I have one girl who was like telling. Well, my my um, sister listening to the show says she's gonna get back to us. She's but it just made her think. I think you made some girls think. So it may take some time. This is the season, right? Like it's. Not just, you know, something that might, mm-hmm. it may just mm-hmm. happen over this next month or two. Cause this is getting to the end of the year. We about to put Miss 2021 away and get ready for whatever 2022 is going to give us. Um, 
I had one girl say that she, um, I don't, I have, I actually forgot to come up with a name for her. We'll just call her, we'll call her Oakland. We'll just say Oakland. Um, she mm. said that, um, her sacred switch was realizing that geography means a lot in a dating pool. People are not just attracted to me in certain, in some places. And you know, girl, so from like Brooklyn to Harlem, like we were talking about. So this was a girl who actually lived in Oakland and she has just okay. talked about feeling, you know, seeing a different, and she's also spent time in Denver. Um, and then seeing like mm. her, how she's received in New York. And this is a black girl, by the mm. way, black queen. Well, she's black. Um, okay. Black queen. So, but you know, the, I've been thinking a lot, you know, I think a lot about that, especially how did she LA do girl. in different cities? How did she do? Well, girl, she did. She's like, yeah, she did better in places like New York, like on the East coast and, um, but also New York that it was has a real... the fucking volume. It has volume. That's what I, my theory. Cities with volume. I don't know if I've. But said the interesting the thing air, is, but cities with just volume, to counter, just to better. counter that a little bit though, even though she does admit it was a numbers game that she felt like um, in place. Yeah, they, I'll just say she's in the mid. She's in a midwestern place or somewhere close. I don't know okay. if I want to say exact place, but she's saying San Francisco. She she's not married. She's a girl around our age. Okay. She's a single girl. Okay. Um, she's not. I'm not sure she's a marriage marriage girl. But anyway. Uh, uh-huh. that san francisco did not do well for her and i mean san francisco okay. is a major city it, but it's anti-black though. okay it's so there is a little yeah. nuance there right um yeah california generally is anti-black except for maybe the the deep part of oakland but oakland is gentrifying so oakland yeah. is becoming anti-black california is anti-fucking black okay I mean, how many times do i, I have to say it, it? it's anti-black no, i got it i'm moving i'll move yeah. at some point i'm gonna get it there okay. you gonna pay for my moving yeah. fees you got a place for me no not yet no you know, I can stay with you in New York. I'll just stay in the stay yeah. in the closet. Yeah. Um, that was all the two cents I kind of had. I think we oh, can. Is one girl? It's one girl. I what? thought you had like multiple. No, I, I did. I think it hit other. Actually, someone. I think someone else told me they really liked the show. But you know, I just have. Oh, I just good. have more girls give me feedback. But I just blew up. I didn't even ask that girl permission. So hopefully, she doesn't mind. <laughs> reading out oh who cares girl you know how um, be blowing up girl spots all yeah the time, no girl. that's why i love that girl i don't think well, she, she's, fuck, a, she's a real cares? listener that's what you get you talk to me like nothing you're, is really sacred are, i feel like did that earlier conversation have you uh you on it tonight you on it was yeah it, girl is that earlier conversation i know you still yeah let me read this show before you really I'm go mad. off oh let me, end it. let me end it let me end it <laughs> so um Girls, we got an exciting show for you next week with a special guest. Um, mm-hmm. It's a little bit more serious than we've been, although this yeah. one actually has been pretty insightful and I think a kind of a deeper show as well. So we're going to keep the ball rolling and then we'll be back to our nonsense after that. But we'll think you really enjoy it and we're really excited. We were, uh, we were really excited and we think you'll be excited for the person as well. There's a, there's a lot of good tea in that show coming up. Uh, we actually already yeah, recorded it. Yeah, it is. So with that, mm-hmm. uh, that's our show. You can follow us on social media at To Save Queens. Uh, make sure to hit the little notification bell. Um, thank you for girls for my like one little moment, my one little day of like kind of taking over a bit. I didn't have too many naysayers, so maybe it'll happen again. I don't think you 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 I think you liked a fair bit of some of the guys I was posting. I was trying to be balanced. I was trying not to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah I liked you. a lot of them. Thank yeah. you, thank you. There were some tattoos in there. It was. You got some good feedback from um yes, this, yes. um you got some good yeah, feedback from the messages. Yeah. Oh, you I should switch sometimes. You're more than welcome to take some days because I I am a very <laughs> I busy will say girl. it is work. It is I, I definitely get it. It's, it's well, work. yeah, I've been trying to tell you that the whole bitch, goddamn time. Bitch, do you want you want to trade my you want to do my you want to edit the show you for know, a week? Maybe you should take certain <laughs> days of the week. Like I'm always very busy on Monday or oh. we're, we're actually recording. I'm always maybe you need to take because I was gonna say I'm, like Mondays like Malachi's like a Monday I think Malachi. 
Valentine's Mondays. Like yeah, okay. take Monday. All right. All right, yeah, we'll figure this sun, out. Yeah, I'm very busy on Sundays, too, oh, but Sundays I usually too. wake up early. I wake up early on Sundays, so I can always do it. Because you're three hours behind still. Yes, yes. And it's disruptive to the flow of it. Yeah. Because it's like... Unless I, like, on the unless I have one of my, like, you know, insomnia nights, but, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, like, but I, Mondays, it would be great if you could do Malachi's Mondays. Do that shit. Yeah, do it. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Well, yes, we can. Obama. Obama. Si se puede. I hope y'all stay safe, healthy, and safe out there. Do you have a final word? I guess I guess it's just about kind of Tulsa and just that she's not. Well, still I just think the there. girls should consider money is green, you know, no matter where it's made. Like, so the girls always trying to be an Oakland girl or a Bay Area girl or a New York girl. Girl, go, go, go get the goddamn money wherever it is. Okay? Oh, okay. Go get that money. If you're a real capitalist girl. Now, some of y'all <laughs> girls are communists. But, like... <laughs> Like, if you're a money girl like me, go get the money where you need to go get it and go ride on a horse and a, on a rodeo and Old Town Road. Do whatever you got to do to get that coin, you know? Oh okay? All right. Bye, girls. <laughs>